Welcome to the Tell Janice Radio Show, where you will hear inspiring stories about life, love, and labor from amazing women to help lift you up. Now, here's your host, Janice. Thanks very much, and welcome to the show. I'm so happy that you're listening, and I'm sure you're going to learn a lot from our guest today. But before we get started, I wanted to remind you that if you know of a fabulous female that you would like me to give a shout-out to with a few words of encouragement, acknowledgement, or congratulations, please let me know their names by clicking on the link at telljanice.com. My guest today is Cynthia Mazzaferro. She is the CEO of Powerful Beyond Measure out of Connecticut, and Cynthia is a powerful transformational speaker in the field of self-development and personal responsibility. She is also a renowned vibrational intuitive energy practitioner and a Reiki master and coaches hundreds of individuals who want to make changes, heal within, and achieve their goals and awaken their passions. It's such a pleasure to have her on the show today. She's going to be talking about how to claim your power within for a happy and healthy life. Welcome to the show, Cynthia. Thank you, Janice. I'm so excited to be here today. I'm excited to have you. Is it okay, first of all, to call you Cindy? That'd be wonderful. Thanks. Great. We like to have our guests start off with telling a little bit about themselves. Can you start off with that? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, I'm Primarily, a, I was originally a physical therapist and um, worked in um, doing any types of rehabilitation with particular patients. And then I owned my own company, did ergonomics in industries, which is actually reducing stress in the body, in, in the production line, anything that can actually reduce the stress and reduce opportunities for injury um, from those um, employees. So it was really fascinating, and I enjoyed that work very much. And I've really been teaching all my life. I teach the patient. I teach the family members. I teach the employers, the employees. And I love teaching because what it is is it's about empowering individuals to take responsibility for themselves. And what I learned was that often our physical symptoms are not always having physical origins. And there's a really interesting connection to what we are experiencing in the outside and how it relates to the inside. Well, that is so true. So you started off in physical therapy and you did ergonomics. I'm really interested in that. I used to do that a long time ago. And you've been teaching all along. Um, Let's back up. So what happened in your life that caused you to follow your passion and what are you doing now? Well, I always knew my hands were special. From a very young age, I used to put my hands up into the sky and I would look at them and I'd see that sunlight coming through and the energy and I just knew there was something really remarkable about them and that they would have a very important role in my life. And, of course, I didn't know what that meant at the time as a young child, but I went into medicine and followed my, you know, treating people and being a caretaker in the physical therapy world. But what happened was um, I actually realized that we all have wounds from our young children's um, childhood. And for me, it was actually my parents um, got divorced when I was seven. I was one of four other sisters, so it was five sisters in total in my family, ranging from the ages of nine years of age to nine months old. And my parents were divorced when I was seven. And it really had a huge impact on me. It had an impact um, where I felt that how could a man just abandon me, walk out, who was supposed to love me, you know, created me, 
And I always really felt like I needed male confirmation and affirmation. That was kind of my nemesis and what I realized my insecurities lied. And I would see that in my my business world, even though I got a much uh, claim and uh, fame and fortune, if you will, by working with engineers and, and men in companies and, and getting the the compliments that, you know, you're doing a great job, what a wonderful idea. So I really felt that from the outside world coming in, but inside me, there was always that thirst, you know, and I would see that empty seat, you know, at dinner table or, you know, when I got married, my father wasn't there and I didn't have the father-daughter dance. So I started to realize that I was experiencing some residual emotional debris, I call it, within, our, within myself. And it was actually impacting my uh, present-day life in the sense that I was married and um, actually had my husband come one down, downstairs one day and with tears in his eyes and saying, I love you, but I can't live with you. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like my father walking out in my life again. Uh-huh. He loves me, but he can't live with me. How could I be such a terrible person? You know, I've given him two wonderful sons. We had a wonderful house. We were comfortable. I had kind of taken a, a, a respite, if you will, or a break from my business because I was really working with my uh, children, raising them. I was like, I couldn't believe it. And um, so he walked out, and he was gone for a couple weeks. I, I'm happy to say we're still married for 35 years. But Great. it was like um, a realization that I was actually in some ways creating the energy, the expectation that people walk out of my life. And I was like, wow, that was like a big aha moment for me. Instead of blaming my father for walking out and making me feel like this all these years, I realized that I had to take some ownership and that I was creating an energy, an expectation, a belief, and even behaviors maybe that promoted or expected that kind of an outcome. So that was pretty powerful for me. And that was your aha moment. It was. And it was amazing because it was like even when I'd be walking down the street with my husband and my two children, my adult sons, and they were walking in front of me, in my mind I was like, how can they just leave me behind them? How could they be so rude and, you know, not include me? You know, it was, it was just my mental thoughts. And we all have mental thoughts, and every one of us. And we were all impacted as a child, even if you had the most pristine family. You know, the people say, I, I came up with affluent parents. You know, but maybe your problem was that your parents worked so hard, they were never around. Or maybe they were debutantes and never really showed emotional support and love to you outwardly. So we are all impacted in a way. And it's not to blame our parents. It's to understand that you have a perception of what occurred in your life. And that that perception, I truly believe, has a very strong connection to what we're supposed to be learning in this physical birth, in this physical existence in this world. And I refer to them as our soul, S-O-U-L, lessons. And that when we can take ownership with what we need to learn and grow from, then we get to truly grow spiritually, but also to um, see where our perceived weaknesses are, which are not there. We created them. We are 
the self-limiting belief that we're not strong enough, we're not good enough, we're not loved enough. Those are all our own perceptions. And when you claim those, then you start to have a power within yourself realizing that you start to see yourself as this wonderful being that has fabulous spiritual gifts um, that are unique to you and that you also have a wonderful purpose and passion that becomes awakened and that you get to fulfill this in your destiny, which is really what our ultimate goal is that we all have. Absolutely. And I like that you call it residual emotional debris. Mm. And it's so important because emotions are what makes us human. But what happens is every single moment of a day, you have an emotional response to something. You see a movie, you see someone else hugging someone else, you see a frown, you hear someone yelling, whatever, something on the television you're going to have an emotional response to it, what makes us human. But what happens is we don't want to acknowledge what we're feeling. We shove it back down inside us. We continue to not allow people to see what we truly are feeling because we're concerned with their judgment. They're going to criticize us. They're going to tell us. And we do this even to an infant. When an infant is crying, we pick them up and kind of hit their little back a little bit. What do we say? Shh, shh everything's going to be okay, and we don't let them express themselves in a negative way. Um, so it's really important that we start to individually realize that it's okay to feel certain emotions and that you need to um, equate or connect the dots, as what I refer to in my book, connect the dots and to see where the origins of them occur from. So like when I was walking on the sidewalk with my son and I had that feeling, that emotional and a mental thought that my sons weren't doing anything. They weren't trying to be rude where I felt that I wasn't included. This was my ownership on that thought and that emotion, right? Mm -hmm. So then I need to be able to address that. That was nothing about them. It was all about me. And it's so important to take authorship and ownership with how we are perceiving the event and the emotional and mental response from it because we create our reality. Our perception creates our reality. And the emotional residual debris, like I refer to it as, needs to be cleaned up, needs to be healed, needs to be released so that you're not living from a moment from the past, that you continue to replay, replay, repeat, repeat, and that holds us back from living a life of fulfillment and joy and happiness. Right, and so much of it is about our self-talk and how we talk to ourselves. Sometimes we say things to ourselves that we wouldn't even say to our best friend. Right, now where is that coming from? So why did someone do that? Why would we criticize ourselves? Well, most likely it's like you said, from our past um, experiences, and it's so. How do you how do you help your clients go through that whole process of getting rid of that residual emotional debris? What is the process? So there, there's uh, I like to refer to it as a three step process, which is in my book, and I know we'll talk about that later. But let me just introduce the book now because it's a really important part. It's called Powerful Beyond Measure. And it's three steps to claim your power within for a happy and healthy life. So that sounds really great. So you're gonna, the three steps really covers the past, 
which is exploring your past and easing your pain. So you're actually going to, in the book, go through really great examples and techniques and tools and a meditation that helps actually heal your heart. It's called Heart's Home of Healing, where you go through the four chambers of your heart and you heal this emotional debris and you release it, and then you replace it with love and light and positive intentions, and, and it's just so amazing. And it totally eliminates physical symptoms as well because you remember the emotional energy is actually causing your physical symptoms it's amazing 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 so um so that's the first part you're going to actually look at your past you're going to connect the dots and we all have it like i realized my father had left i saw my husband leave in that time i i you know when someone might have walked out of a um a group, you know, I was thinking they're walking away from me. It was my perception of it. So I could see the repetition of that within my life. Even when one of my editors walked away when I was writing my book, oh, my gosh, an editor walked away. It happened to be a man, too. It was like, oh, my gosh, another person walked out of my life. So I could connect the dots. I could see the commonality and how I was perceiving and how I was actually creating that. So that's really important, and, and there's a wonderful process you go through that in the book, many, many steps, and you you're really already probably have an idea what that might be. And then you go into the present, which is empowering your present and embracing yourself. And this is when you start to love yourself. You actually stop that negative talk because when you have that negative emotion and negative talk, you're going to consciously be aware you now know this is your nemesis, this self-perceived nemesis, the critical eye, and you're going to say, this is not true. This is something that I thought of when I was three or four or five years old. And it does not have to be happening when I'm 40 years old or 50 years old. I can choose not to feel this way. I can choose not to think this way because the situations are different. And there's many, many tools and techniques that will show you exactly how to do that in the book. And then the third segment is actually envisioning your future and expanding your possibilities. And when you do this, it allows you to be powerful beyond measure. And powerful beyond measure does not mean that you overpower someone else. It means that you exude a power within yourself of confidence, um, courage, uh, passion, destiny. There is a presence within yourself that you are totally in flow with the universe, that you love yourself, you love others, you live in the moment, which we talk about in the book too, and you actually get to embrace where miracles come into your life all the time because you're with the, within the flow of creativity, you're in the synchronicity of the universe, and, and everything just continues to come and come because you're on the right path. You're not critical of yourself and others. There's no blaming and judging. It's all about acceptance and love of yourself and of every situation. So if a situation is happening in your life, you get to choose. Do I want to look at the situation as negative or can I look at it and reframe it that, yes, it might be uncomfortable, but what's my lesson to be learned here? Am I supposed to show in courage in this and step out of my comfort zone so that I can um, grow? You know, don't limit yourself because you're afraid to grow and expand your possibilities. So there's lots of different ways to do this, and it's really important to draw the connections that you're physically feeling, and it could be, let's say, you're having shoulder pain, for example. This is really great. I, put, I have this in the book that when I talked about the physical symptoms, okay, let's say you're having shoulder pain, 
and it happens to be on the right side. Well, typically on the right side of your body above the waist means a man, a masculine energy, a force in your life. could be present or it could be from the past. And the shoulder represents holding holding up things on your shoulder, you know, taking the weight of um, a burden that you're carrying for them. Mm -hmm. So you might be experiencing this physically today, and you're going to say, well, where is this coming from? And the, in the book, it'll show you, it'll draw, help you draw these connections. You say, oh, my gosh, this is because I'm really very frustrated because my father's aging and I'm really having to take on all his household responsibilities and pay his bill and I don't have time for this. And, and it's like, and I'm also disappointed he's aging and I don't know how much longer. And I, have a, I hold a lot of resentment to him because he wasn't really there for me as a kid. And all of a sudden, all this stuff is boiling and you're like, what do I do with all this? And it's actually coming out now physically because energetically, emotionally, you have been carrying this emotional debris um, with you. And it's been kind of like, um, think of your blood. If your blood doesn't flow through your body well, right, it becomes necrotic certain areas, okay? You might have, um, de- you might have a swelling edema because the blood doesn't carry away your lymphatic um, system as well. So the same thing with energy, if it becomes clogged down and, and burdened, um, like almost in a pond where the water doesn't move, it becomes stagnant. Well, the same thing happens with your energy. And the energy becomes very stuck and um, resistant, and that's when you start to feel physical symptoms. And if you don't make changes, eventually it can actually turn into serious illnesses, including cancer. And cancer, one of the big things for cancer is, when you carry a lot of anger in your life. And anger is, is one of the most dangerous things to hold within your body. So it's very powerful. So really the um, things that we're thinking uh, kind of manifests itself into um, stress, and stress can lead to different um, diseases. I was watching one of your videos, Cindy, and you were talking about a, a client of yours that had fibromyalgia. Can you talk about that? Mm-hmm. That was very interesting. Yes. Um, well, fibromyalgia is a catch-all term that the doctors use when they don't know what's going wrong. Right. And it's when your nerves are very um, excitable, uh, agitated, stressed, and you may have numbness, tingling, pain. Some people can't even get out of bed. There is so much pain. This particular woman had lived in Germany near the Berlin Wall. Her childhood life had been horrific. She had been sexually abused by her um, stepfather, um, tied to a chair naked, um, you know, switched with a, um, I forget what the type of um, instrument it was, but she'd be, beaten and sexually abused and then outside there was all the bombing and the the, the guns and the her whole life can you imagine wow. the stress internally and externally how can anyone expect to be happy and harmonious and her mother was never never swaddled her never carried her never put her on her lap ever and she recalled to me one time she said i remember one time going to my my girlfriend's house and i saw her mother picking her up and putting her in her lap, and she says, I've never had that. And I was just like, this woman never had love in her life. And she was like on pins and needles, and that's exactly what ultimately happened. She also had three bouts of cancer. She had um, fibromyalgia that was undiagnosed, for, um, well, was diagnosed, but untreatable for over 50-something years, 
And, you know, she was in pain from 8 to 10 on the pain scale 24-7. It was horrific. And so she went to one of my classes, and um, we worked on meridian work, energy work, and it it improved. It got it down to like a 4 or 5. And and she was also bankrupt many times, and she didn't have money. And I offered, I said, come over, I'd like to do a Reiki session on you. And I did a Reiki session, and she had never been pain-free. And she got off that table after an hour, hour and a half treatment, and she had no fibromyalgia. And it didn't come back until probably two and a half months, but it was only residual. Because you've got to remember, this is a woman that has lived with these thoughts forever, her whole life. And it, it takes a long time to change that thought process. And she was even afraid to ask people for help. And um, by doing that, you're, you, her biggest complaint was she was alone. She said, I, my, my son doesn't really ever ask me over. I have no friends. I'm so lonely. But she had created such a barrier around herself to protect herself from not causing, having pain come to her, she actually was an island, and she never allowed people into her life. So we needed to work on a lot of different aspects with her, about letting the walls come down, allowing people to come into your life, trusting them, to know that they can be there and support you, that just because you're a stepfather and your mother didn't doesn't mean that everyone else will be the same. And so we need to open our eyes to that learning and um, she was a very loving, caring person, but she wasn't able to allow people to love her. And it's so important. That's, that's another big thing that many people struggle with in today's life, that they don't feel lovable, they don't feel loving, and they don't feel loved. Well, you can't get any of those if you don't love who you are. Because if you don't love yourself, then why would anyone else love you? Right? Right. And that's kind of like when I was talking about I wanted this affirmation from people outside of me. Well, that was all great. I could have a million people say I'm a wonderful person. But if I don't believe it, then what do, you, what do you say? You say, well, yeah, right, right, right. You know, if someone compliments you, but you don't feel like you don't feel like you're presenting well, you might say, well, yeah, I don't believe you. So we need to really work on our, how we feel about ourselves. And learn to love and grow and and respect and honor who we are. We're not perfect. No one is. But learn to love and self-care for ourselves. Setting boundaries is huge. We are, especially women, women tend to do everything for everyone, even before they ask. (laughs) So, again, we have to take ownership that we um, are taking on more than we need to. You know, you, if you're in a relationship, you think, I need to do the dishes. Well, no one's studded in stone that you have to do the dishes. This is something you put on yourself. Um, so we need to take ownership about empowering ourselves. And there's no greater gift because when you empower yourself and you start to see yourself as this wonderful, insightful, visionary, wise woman or male, all of us and our children – They need to see this, too, because that's why we have so many children that grow up that are so dysfunctional, because they don't see themselves, because their parents are continuing the cycle of um, what I call the cycle of self. And you can add any word that starts with D-I-S. You know, you're you're dysfunctional, you're dishonest, you think people are dishonest, you just, any word you want, and you continue to repeat that cycle within yourself. 
And the more you do that, the more you're creating an inner health that creates illness. And Dr. Lipton is one of the first stem cell doctors out there, research um, scientists out there. And what he found was that when you change the environment within, for any cell, the cell will change, okay? And so if we're creating energetic changes in our body, we're changing our pH level by having an emotional response. We're changing our hormonal. We're changing our chemical. We're changing our everything our lymphatic response, our respiratory rate, our cardiac input, output, everything, okay? So when we're impacting all that, the biology within ourselves, we're creating our health or dishealth. And so that's what's so amazing that when I work with my clients and people read this book, I mean, I get testimonies all the time, that it totally transforms someone. I just worked with a woman last night who actually had three different falls over six months, and her very last fall, she fell right on her eye, and she had to drive to Emory. Her parents and family drove her to Emory to have this eye um, surgery, and she hasn't seen for anything for six weeks. It's totally black, and she mm-hmm. has burning sensation. It's scratchy, um, scratchy, very painful, even if she tries to move her eye under her eyelid. And, she, you know, we were talking, and... Um, I said, so what is it that you not? What is it that you're not seeing? There's something that you're afraid to see that's in your life, and so she she shared personal stories with her myself, and how her daughter and her are not seeing eye to eye. They never have. She didn't see eye to eye with her mother, and we did this whole healing work with her, and she, just after an hour with her, she had no discomfort in her eye at all, and she had a pain level of 8 to 10 for the past six weeks. And when she opened her eyes, because we were working just on the one eye when we were doing this, when we opened the eyes and she said there was this warm glow of gold hue all over the room that she could only see with the good eye. But what came out of this is that she realized that her inner sight, even if she can never regain her physical sight, her inner sight was going to be the lesson, was going to be the pearl, the wisdom that she was going to take away from this experience. And that our inner wisdom, our inner sight of knowing what we're supposed to be doing, when we turn away from it, we stumble, we fall on our face, we don't move forward where we need to be going. And so that learning to trust our intuition, which is our voice of our soul, and the greater connection to the universe, our creator, God, whatever the word you use, and that resonates for you. But when you listen to your intuition and you really learn to grow to know who you are, then your life, I promise you, will change in ways beyond you can even imagine. It's beyond your comprehension because you are then one with the universe in the way you live and experience life. And it's truly amazing. People don't understand it when I talk about this. Like, well, what do you mean? How can you be that happy? How can you be in a place of such harmony, such inner peace? Because that's what we need to do. And it's not that hard to get there when you realize the steps to go. And my book, Powerful Beyond Measure, is just one simple way to do that. And then I work with coaching, you know, and I do the healing work as well to release this energy. Because, you know, people want 
something better in their life. Everyone feels they lack something, right? Would you like right. to share, Janice, what is it that you lack in your life? Well, I was going to ask you um, some free advice. I have terrible low back pain. How would you like? Right. How would you okay. start with somebody like me with that symptom? Okay, low back means you feel unsupported in life. Is that a true statement? Um, is there some maybe there in some the part of your life? I'm sorry. Maybe in the past, absolutely. Okay. So there's that. That is still there. That that energy is still there. But you may also feel like maybe your business is growing as well. So you feel unsupported or resources aren't available to you. Mm-hmm. So these are all things where you're feeling unsupported. So when you start to reframe that in current day, instead of just talking about the past, but the past has to be released. Um, and we can do that real quick. Would you like to just do that real quick? Do we have time? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. And what we're going to do is anybody that's listening on this call at any time, you you can pick your own area, okay? And I'm going to do some forgiveness prayer work. This is a, a John Newton's work that he has created, and it's really powerful. You don't have to believe in God for this to happen. And this actually will release energy even from past lives, okay? So thank you for bringing this up, Janice, and sharing your particular situation. So I would like you to just focus in on your low back area. And tell me what the level of intensity of the symptom is. Well, um, probably it's it's normally on a pain scale. Since you're talking pain scales, it's usually between a seven, sometimes up to a nine, depending on what I'm doing um, right now. I can sit for about 20 minutes or so, so it's getting closer to probably a seven on a pain scale. Okay, so let's just go with that. Now, I want you just to, and this is all the listeners too, I want you now to, without thinking, without your thought trying to produce an image, I want you just to be in your space in your low back and for other listeners wherever that discomfort is in your body. And I'd like you to allow an image from your soul to come to you that is from when you're from zero to like eight years old. And it might not even be in this lifetime, and it might not make sense to you. That's all fine. But allow an image to come to your presence of being. I'm going to be quiet so that can come to you innately, and just allow it to come. And when you Uh have it, just tell me I have it. Do you have it? I have it. I do. Great. Can you just, without going into great detail, can you tell me how old are you and what's happening in the situation, the scene? Um, I'm probably about eight, and it's an mm-hmm. authority figure. Mm-hmm. Okay, My dad. great. Okay, great. Fine. And we don't need to go even farther, but here you are, an eight-year-old. I want to hear three or four words as an eight-year-old that you would love to say to him. And what would those three or four words be? Uh Probably, um, I don't want you to think. It's I want coming you now to, yeah, just to be, let it come. Go ahead. This is mm-hmm. an eight-year-old that's a crying child or unhappy child or perceiving a certain thing there. I want that just to come. Just let it come mm-hmm. from inside you. The more guttural those three or four words are, the bigger the release will be. Okay. What are those Ready. three or four words? Please notice me. Okay. 
notice me. I want you just now with the three slowest breaths you have ever taken in your life, notice me. Notice me. And I'm, while you're doing that, I'm going to do my work privately, quietly. I just want you to continue to say that, notice me with your breathing as I do what I'm doing, okay? And for all the listeners, you have those three or four words, and you're going to do the slowest three breaths saying that. And this prayer I'm doing is for everyone on the call, not Janet. And it will ultimately eliminate your pain totally or greatly reduce it. Okay, so go ahead and do that, breathing and mm-hmm. stating those three or four words as I start my thing. Okay, and how do, how is your symptom now in your low back? It, it feels better, that? absolutely. It feels better. It is. It's great. Mm-hmm. Now, I would do this probably a couple more times because typically when you get to the root, the really root cause of this, then you we would be doing something more present day too. Even though it's present day, it's coming from a past, really a a much deeper past wound. And what happens, like really peeling an onion, when you do one time, another layer comes up, another. And so when you really start to release these energies, these energy debris that's just residual, that's staying there, toxic, that you keep pushing down, it's bubbling up. And when you finally let it go, that's when the symptoms go away. And it's really amazing. It's amazing, amazing work. That is amazing. And this has been such a wonderful um, interaction. I really appreciate you being on the show, Cindy. That was um, really enlightening for me as well. Um, Can you talk about what, well, you have a book, um, Powerful Beyond Measure. And can you tell our listeners how to get in touch with you, how they can find your book? Sure. So if anybody wants to reach out to me uh, as a coach or to speak, and, you know, we can do one session, healings like that, my website is www.mynamecynthia, C-Y-N-T-H-I-A, and my last name, Maza Farrell, M-A-Z-Z-A-F-E-R-R-O.com. And I believe you'll have that on the um, page um, from the show. Also, Powerful Beyond Measure, this book is a miracle that unfolds for everyone that reads it. And you'll read this book over and over again. People are referring to it as as great as Wayne Dyer's books, Lewis Hayes. It's a book that will totally transform your life. And it will transform it every time you read it in ways that you're open. It's divine timing. And I say that because I also was divinely inspired when I wrote that. And that is um, the miracle that unfolds for each one of you. So you can get that on Amazon. And also you can go on my website on the second tab. There's a link that says book right there. And when you order the book, you go back to this page on my website and you'll get six free gifts. And with that, you get a workbook. So instead of writing into your book, 
you actually will write in the workbook so that if you come back six months or a year later, your book won't have what you wrote and the date that you first did it. You also get two fabulous, wonderful guided meditation audios on this free gift that I'll download to you. And it's this one beautiful one I talked to you about was that heart's home of healing that is so beautiful. And then in the end of the book, when you're actually doing the um, envisioning for your future, there's a wonderful meditation where you actually um, do spontaneous writing that just this download from the universe, the creator, God, your soul, whatever the words you want to use, where you just get these words that come out and it's like someone speaking to you. And of course, in fact, it's only yourself speaking to yourself, but it's amazing. It's so powerful. And then you get also an autographed personalized message by me. And what it is, I have 10 different messages. And so for you, like Janice, you had shared that your back pain, and now that you know it's about not feeling supported. And you want to look at the 10 different um, inscriptions, and you might say, I want to, to gain more strength and courage, and you're going to pick that inspirational message, and you can actually print it off and put it into your book as an autographed page from the author and to provide you with some um, beautiful inspiration. And then I have a free weekly soul messaging that you get free also. And every single week you'll find uh, a collage, a pictorial collage that you'll actually get inspirational message from your soul that's all directed. I know we don't have a lot of time to talk about that, but it's amazing. And it's really, um, all of the six gifts are just so tremendous. And then also I have, and I'm really excited about this, we have to tell your listeners, in March, um, I will be doing a summit on Powerful Beyond Measure. And it's free for everyone. And all you do is go to www.powerfulbeyondmeasuresummit.com. And you're going to go there to the page. It's just you write your name and your email address. And you're going to have free access to all the experts. I have John Gray from Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. I have Marcy Shymoff. Um, she's written six of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series and Happy for No Reason, uh, Love for No Reason, who also wrote my foreword, and that was a miracle in itself, and that's in the book. It's amazing, the, the speakers I have, and it's just unbelievable. And if you buy the bundle, that which means you actually get all of the whole summit um, as a permanent resource, and it's only $97. If you buy that, you actually get, if you're one of the first 50 people who buy that, you actually get a personal call with me where we will do this healing work or we will work on action plans. Whatever it is that you want to address, we'll work on that as a complimentary gift because of this beautiful show. Oh, well, that that's such terrific information and such powerful information for me personally. And I'm sure to our listeners, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show, Cindy. Thank you so much, Janice. I really enjoyed it, and I really hope your listeners take away something. What you know, If you're listening, there's a synchronicity, right? You're on this call. Right. You're listening. You're supposed to be taking away from something on this. And what's the lesson? What is your pearl of wisdom that you're going to take on? And, and what can you do more, and how can you grow more? And so I've offered you the book. I've offered you to contact me, and now this summit. And you can create a life that is beyond your capacity to understand of happiness, love, health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, and it just goes on and on and on. So I I wish all of your listeners and you too to find this beautiful place of inner peace and happiness. 
Well, thank you so much, Cindy, and have a terrific day. I hope you'll be on again because there's a lot more questions that I have for you. I would love to, and thank you for asking. That would be wonderful. Okay. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you. Blessings all right, to all bye-bye. of you. Ladies, I am so happy that you tuned in today and learned from our amazing, fantastic female guests, and I hope you recognize this as an opportunity to pass their knowledge on to your daughters and friends and share the wisdom of the ages. I'll talk to you again soon, and in the meantime, let's lift each other up, spread the love, and share an attitude of gratitude. You've been listening to the Tell Janice Radio Show. If you'd like to be a guest or suggest a guest for the show, or if you would like to nominate a fabulous female for a shout-out by Janice on the live show, please visit www.telljanice.com. Please share this episode with your social network and help us lift women up. Join us next week for another episode of Tell Janice. How do you help business owners think differently about their businesses? Well, uh, you know, I think that there's a range of business owner, right? So, and I provide a couple of different services. On the, on the coaching and consulting side of my business, I think that's what I truly do is, is I help to educate. I think that's the key word, educate business owners on both their opportunities as well as I open their eyes up to what they need to commit to. Uh, certainly when it comes to a personal brand uh, and certainly when it comes to their own business, if, if it's a smaller business, right? So, right. you know, I, I educate them on their opportunities. I help them to uncover and really visibly see, you know, who their target audience is online, what their online behaviors are, how to engage them in an authentic way, which is not a piece of cake. You know, it's not like what I'm talking about, steps one, two, and three. It actually does take time, effort, and uh, it takes listening. And that's really what social media was born on, which was data mining. So for business owners, um, and that's why I'm launching on my on my back end of my site um, starting in October. I'm launching from October through about, let's say, January, February, six different courses. All kind of crash courses, all very much for smaller business owners or, you know, business owners that have small businesses that are growing. So that's, you know, I think a small business owner versus someone that is either a mid-market decision maker or I've worked with enterprise level C-levels and their education is much, much different. You know, they've been in the game for a while. They're probably not seeing results and um, it's really about helping them to identify, you know, like, for example, I've worked with many manufacturing companies who've been doing business in a great way for a really long time in an old school kind of what I call like boys network of selling, but haven't used the web. So they need to think in a different way, um, but still leverage their own business processes. Can you share a little bit about yourself to our guest? Sure. So once upon a time, I was a physical therapist, and I had a few bright ideas. So before I knew it, I became an entrepreneur. And over the course of time, I had three fabulous companies, and each one of them grew exponentially. So for example, one of them was an infomercial company that sold hair products for uh, African Americans and Hispanics. And within the first six months, we sold $12 million worth of product. 
So as you can imagine, that's kind of astronomical growth. And what I learned was that a person who's a physical therapist without any business experience really can get into a lot of trouble. So as good as those companies were, I literally almost grew broke three times. So I had to learn something about business at that point. So that was my beginning. And then for the last 15 years, I've been guiding uh, companies in growing and succeeding and working with their people, their strategy, their execution, and their cash management. So that's who I am. Well, that's, that's terrific. Um, your logo says scaling for growth is um, a big five for life enterprise. Can you tell more about the big five? Sure. So a few years ago, when the economy was really down, I met a fellow by the name of John Strelecki, who is an author of uh, several books. One of them is The Why Cafe, and another one is The Big Five for Life. And it's really all about knowing your purpose for existing, your own purpose, your business's purpose. And then what are the five things that you want to uh, experience or do in your life so that at the end of your life, you could say your life was a success. And that doesn't just mean money. It could be anything that you aspire to doing. And companies that instill the big five into their, with their employees really attract the right people and they retain them as well because the company then acknowledges their employees as people and find out what, you know, what interests them and what their big five would be so that they could support them. So we're a big five for life enterprise now. John has been very popular in the Netherlands and Germany. In fact, his book is one of his books, The Big Five for Life, has been on the bestseller list for 116 weeks. And wow. uh, another one of his books, uh, The Y Cafe, is also number one. So there's Big Five for Life coaches all over the world, but not in North America. 